Watch who? Hello. Hello. And welcome to Two Watch Who or Doctor Who podcast. I'm Mark. I'm Sarah. And I'm new to watching who? Watching for the very first time. Very first time. Yes, the quest is the quest. (laughs) (laughs) And we're on a quest. (laughs) You join us, listener, we are... Was that one of the lines from it? Yeah, they say it a lot. Do they? Oh, they do. They do talk about the quest. You're right, you're right, yeah. Uh, Well, we're just floating down to the planet's core. I enjoyed that bit. Zero gravity. Here we go. We're just floating down. Yeah. Let's just float the, the entire time that we're. Uh, I, I think it'll take that long. Well, I told you it was be. It's a controversial one this week. Yeah. Underworld. Um, but before we start, I've got oh, a couple of updates actually. Yeah. Um, I haven't done. I haven't done a neighbours update for a very long time, and this might be the last one because I didn't get back to him for a very very long time, and then he's just put, "Fine, we're done." Uh, so I think that was the last message ever. So over a year and a half. <laughs> oh my he's God. been asking me for these tapes. And I just, I mean, I couldn't have got back in touch because it would have just gone round in circles, as I've, as I've explained before. So there was absolutely You'd no point. You'd already sent him everything. So... I sent him tons and then he wanted it in all different formats and stuff. So I, I think it's best left as that now. So the Neighbours Saga is over. As far as I know, for now. And also, I wanted to get your opinion on some Twitter, Doctor Who Twitter activity that's been going on. I don't know if you noticed. So, obviously, Doctor Who fans are never happy about anything. (laughs) So, so with the whole Russell T. Davis coming back and everything, there's loads of hype now about the next series, David Tennant, all of that stuff. And you saw him regenerate the other week. I did, yeah, watch that. There was a big sort of discussion about when she regenerated into David Tennant the clothes regenerated at the same time oh yeah he he was in his suit and that hasn't happened before like it doesn't usually happen uh the the only time it happened was when William Hartner went into Patrick Troutman and the clothes changed but we haven't got that on video so we can't see it but apparently it happened then and it hasn't as we've seen since it he's always in like whatever yeah the previous doctors worn so there was an interview of, with Russell T. Davis, and he explained why that happened. Oh, okay. I just presumed it was something to do with the fact that it's gone back to David Tennant. Well, he says, I was very certain that I didn't want David to appear in Jodie's costume. I think the notion of men dressing in women's clothes, the notion of drag, is very delicate, he said. I'm a huge fan of that culture and the dignity of that. It's truly a valuable thing, but it has to be done with immense thought and respect. With respect to Jodie and her doctor, I think it can look like mockery when a straight man wears her clothes. Basically, he's saying that was the reason why. Hmm. So, I mean, he said, you know, I guarantee you it's the only photograph some of the papers would print for the rest of time if they showed... David Tennant in supposedly a woman's co- so everybody all of doc- there's so much you know we've had like not my doctor now it's like Jodie's my doctor you know all the fans that dress up yeah yeah uh, sort of men and women whatever everyone's like it's genderless it's not supposed to so there's this huge thing and it's quite surprising from Russell T Davis so that was the drama on Twitter oh I missed that about like why is that an issue why is that 
a thing. So that because I've never thought of her outfit as being gendered. Well, it's quite a genderless costume in the first place, which is why loads of fans have worn it, and it's not like. Do you know what I mean? It's just such a weird. It's just a really odd. Well, male and female, because I mean, it's it's quite. Yeah. Dung- she's got like those. They're like dungarees, but they're not. It's yeah. like a jumpsuit, isn't it? Um, yeah. With a striped top, and then the long coat. It's like coat. a coat. It's a t- striped top with the braces, and and a jacket, a long jacket, and trousers. So that was why. So, why did I think yeah. of dungarees? Maybe I thought something was. So, they look sort of dungaree-ish. Oh, it's yeah. Of them. Yeah. So that was the latest drama. Like everyone was like. 13 is my doctor all then so you know going up like wearing all these fans wearing like the costume it's got it's so funny it's gone completely the other way whatever happened but whatever showrunner doctor whatever, yeah for sure everyone's for always sure. gonna but I, I don't know i thought that was actually quite a weird point it is a bit but i do understand what he's saying in terms of like well that is the only picture that they would show yeah, I do. I can see, and that, I can see that strength. because from purely from like a, I don't necessarily agree with the statement. As in, no, I do because you know it, but it's not drag. It wouldn't be drag. So maybe that's why I don't agree with it slightly. But he, because it was going back to a man, I think, and also let's be honest, it's just going back to a white man, like. I think it, I'm going back. We're going back to like a previous, that it's not like it moves to something new. So I think there's like that as well, where we're so used to the look of what David Tennant's doctor is, to him to have been in another doctor's, I don't know, maybe it's just, he's right. I think it would have been like, that's all they would have. But I don't necessarily agree with the reasoning of it. Uh, yeah, I just think it's really odd. So that all kicked off, basically. Yeah, I just um, presume... I can see why people have kicked off, actually. I do understand yeah. that. I genuinely just presumed it was something to do with the fact that, like, as a previous reincarnation, it like the it had reincarnated back into a previous form, whereas maybe when you're new, everything's new, so you're still in old until you find what you are. I don't know. I'm, I mean, I'm literally thinking about... But it is also thought. odd in that throughout the whole of that in some of that episode it's a bit of a spoiler but whatever um the master is in jody's outfit for like a good chunk of that episode so it completely but rusty davis wasn't in charge of that part no, he was no. only in charge of the regeneration so that's quite funny that's yeah anyway and obviously everyone's kicking off about disney and that doctor who's now has too big a budget or we'll have too big a budget. They're all complaining about that as well. What? So you can't... It does just go to show you. Surely they'll be... Oh, my gosh. That Everyone's worried it's going to have too it. much... They're going to be worried it's got too much of a budget now. Oh, bloody hell. <laughs> oh, my God. I swear sometimes. Like, there is no pleasing. There is no pleasing some people. Oh, my God. No. I know if you told William Hartnell he'd be part of the Disney empire, he'd be, he'd be I don't loving know if it. Understand, he? bless him, but like, <laughs> not like if you thought Disney back then to what Disney is now, the absolute yeah, machine that is Disney. And also, bear in mind, it's not. I mean, because it's. It, let me just get this right, because we knew anyway that it was going to be part of Sony. That's that was already out in the public domain, wasn't it? Because. Russell T. Davis' company got yeah. bought by Sony. Yeah. And Sony, I'm sure, was bought by Disney. I think they're all part, I don't know, they're all part of, they're all linked, aren't they? Yeah, so 
I'm sure, like, because Disney buys everything, and I'm pretty sure oh, they bought something that was in a big merger. And I'm, you know, so you'd only have had to put that together to realize that if they owned Sony at some point, it would have linked. I think it's, I think, like, from a, as someone watching this through Britbox, so I will talk about this in a minute, Britbox. I think like it's going to completely open up the fan base, and maybe that scares people. Uh, yeah, maybe I think it's going to get. I mean, they're the first and foremost. They are the distributors in the rest of the world. We're going to have it on the BBC, and then Disney Plus will be the rest of the world. So I think it's going to open up. Yeah, all of that, and probably show the old series will go on Disney Plus. We'll have Keys and Marinus in every country <laughs> across on Disney Plus. Maybe, maybe. Uh, yeah, you're right. I think it will open things up, but maybe people are a bit like, mm, maybe there's some fears to that show. as well because previously it was this thing that fans had and fans have had the possession of in a way. I mean, you know, in order to watch it, I mean, you're either in the UK and you had access to BBC or you, you know, BritBox, which is quite small, really, in the scheme compared to the other platform giants. Or you had to buy it. You had to like actually invest in it, and you had to go and commit to buying these series and things. So it being on a massive platform as Disney is huge because it it means that it's going to reach audiences that may never have even heard of it or engage with it. It's kind of like, and this is a terrible example. I mean, like, but it's the only thing I can think of right now, okay? So, like, people that like musical theatre, you know, you're in, like, your little club, and then Glee came on TV, and suddenly everyone loved musical theatre songs and that sort of stuff. And then you're like, well, it's not quite that, is it? Because, like, you know, it's not quite the same, but it sort of made it suddenly more mainstream and acceptable in a way that, like, it hadn't previously, but it wasn't quite the same. So do you know what I mean? It's, a, it's not quite a great example, but... Um, should we go into today's story then? Well, yeah, I thought you had to... Oh, no, no, you've said it. I No, I thought you'd have a news, but I think it's literally just those two things, isn't it? So, Underworld, how did you watch this? Underworld? Underwhelming? No. <laughs> I was literally waiting to make that, and you ruined it, <laughs> so I just said it. <laughs> I'm so sad. <laughs> no, uh, how did I watch this? Um, oh, I know what I was going to say. Sorry, because we just got distracted. Britbox. I was just about to talk about Britbox because oh, it yes. is related to how I watch this. So um, it's November. I always find November weird. I think a, a mix of things. like, But basically, what has been getting me through this week, what is Sarah watching? listeners is poirot oh because uh, it's poirot weather yes it's perfect yeah. poirot weather because basically i don't want to go outside also listeners i've done all my christmas shopping i finished it like two weeks ago mark's tutting his head like it is done so i'm just saying i'm not quite at the stage of like watching christmas films or anything like that but i'm slowly doing the wrapping just making a start on it getting it done i just thought i'd get it out of the way just get it done before I got tempted by any of the sales to buy things, just got it out of the way. And then I just sit and watch Poirot. And so in between watching this, I've been watching Poirot. And I watched episode one and two actually together. And then I was like, oh my gosh, I really need a break. Like, And then I watched seven hours of Poirot. 
Oh my god. Well, no, that's brilliant, actually. That is That sounds perfect. It was like... Seven, yeah, I basically had gone into my seventh story and I was like, I need to stop because it's late and I cannot, it's late. I can't go into another hour long story. They're like 50 minutes. And I was like, I can't go into another 50 minute story. Sarah, go to bed. And then the next day I was like, okay, I need to watch this. And we were supposed to record and we'd already decided like, oh, it wasn't going to happen. And I, I couldn't, I had to keep watching Poirot. And I just, <laughs> <laughs> and actually I nearly sent you a message and because I'm shit and can't say, I'm terrible. I write messages and then forget to hit send, do it all the time. I'd actually wrote you a whole message being like, I'm really sorry. I've not watched any of the rest of this because I've been watching Poirot for two days. <laughs> oh, do you know what? I put, I put off watching this as well. I did episode one when we were going to record a few days ago. I did maybe one. I thought, oh, I'll just do it on the day. So it's a bit more fresh. And then I didn't. I just couldn't. And then I did episode one again. I did one and two last night. Yeah. And then I thought, I just can't carry on. I, just, I ended up watching Jane McDonald videos on YouTube. <laughs> and I thought, that's better than Underworld Part 3. <laughs> well, we've just gone back in time. We're just like, let's just watch other things. Yeah. So then I did episode three on my lunch break today. And then I've done episode four just recently. I just thought, I just can't. There's not... Yeah, I did, and I did say three last night be. when I got back from quizzing, and then I did episode four on my lunch break. Like, there's just not much going on in this one. No, it's an odd one because the story is just nah. <laughs> it's just it's not bad. It's it, you know, it's you know, yeah. Like, that's how I felt about it. Like. I like some of the characters. There's like two that I liked. That's it. Well, I think part one, I feel like part one is on its own because that doesn't have as many production issues as the rest. You can, you know, when I said last week they've run out of money, they literally were going to go and film in caves and they couldn't afford it. So the whole rest of the thing had to be done on green screen, as but you can probably also, tell. also, I quite liked it in a way. And this is going to sound a bit controversial maybe, but... I quite liked that it was tried. As in, what am I trying to say? Tried? Like they tried it. They did a whole oh, episode. Oh. It, they tried it. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, it's so early, the technology still. It's not what we know today. And there's points where it works really well, actually. There's odd moments where I'm like, you could imagine they're in the cave. The points where it doesn't work well is when someone enters and they're obviously just standing on something that doesn't move and stuff like that. That's not their fault. And this is like, it's so early on. Still, this technology, I know we've been seeing it for a few years and it has improved since we first saw it when you could literally see the green screen or the blue screen still there sometimes. But I can kind of like, it's not wonderful. It's not great. But I can forgive it in that they were trying to find a way to make the story work and it was a story that involved caves and they've used what they have and obviously they have no money. I'd rather that than an absolutely awful shit set that is just the same thing over and over and over again, that one little... I don't know. I Like, I appreciate that they tried it, even if the technology wasn't as wonderful as we expect now and see. Yeah, okay, the production stuff. And I have said, you know, like with Invisible Enemy and The Prawn and stuff, I was really harsh on that. 
Yeah, I mean, right. that, that looks amazing compared to this. Yeah, <laughs> I should have yeah. saved all that for this. But the problem is as well, yeah, and, yep, they're doing their best. Basically, there was this recession going on. The inflation went up so much. They budgeted for this, you know, to go to the caves and all that. But then inflation went up so much that they were like, oh, yeah, we haven't actually got <laughs> the money now. It, it was that bad. But my problem now watching it, and I haven't really watched this, I've never really wanted to watch this one, and it gets, it's in the fan polls, it's like the right down there, out of, like at the bottom. Yeah. Really bad. Um, my problem is as well, okay, yes, they tried, but there's not a decent script to back it up. It's not even like it's an entertaining script and there's great characters and you know what's going on a lot and there's explanation. And that's my flaw. It, that's the problem. That's prob- my biggest that's, issue. That's my bigger issue than the actual production. And yeah, some of those caves are good. You know, the way that it, they're sort of depth in a way. Yeah, I think. Okay, great. Sometimes but, it works really well. There were some points when they were moving through, it works really well, particularly when it was just like the Dr. Leela and what's his name? Uh, I've. Um, uh, He's the only <laughs> one that I liked of the. Well, I, um, e, uh, Tunnel, Edas? I want to say Edas. I'm going to call him Caveman. I really like Cayman. I thought like his acting was quite genuine. We've not had someone that like I, I quite liked him. His his acting wasn't campy or it felt quite genuine and like they don't know. I don't know. We've not had that style in a while. It was different to the last time that we had a scared little prisoner, which was like two episodes ago. A <laughs> scared ago. little prisoner. Who do we have who's a scared little prisoner? The one that tried to walk off the roof and they saved him and then Oh, from the Sunmakers. Yeah, that was last week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you know, we literally have just had this, but he played it in a different way, and I quite liked it. It could have been really campy and a bit twee, and it wasn't, actually. He felt really genuine in his, like, fear in it, and I, I, I thought he was really good. Well, I was going to say, yeah, okay, when I first saw him, we'll start going through the, I've got some notes. Actually, I've only got notes on part one and two. I didn't <laughs> anything for three and four then we go rogue (laughs) but when i first saw him i thought oh great he's going to be our supporting character of the week with the doctor and leela we're going to chat about him i can't tell you any part of his character he didn't he didn't have a character to me he was just a non-entity to me i can't believe you even got that much out of watching him because none of these people you learn anything about you have goodies baddies running up and down a cave there's nothing to them at all there's nothing to say. No. Oh, yeah. Oh, Idas or Edas or whatever his name. We don't even know his name. Idas, he was a slave exactly. and he got hurt and Lila carried him around a bit. Nothing else to it. He was just he there was really as an extra person. And, but actually he played to it and he wasn't too campy with it. And by campy, I mean, sometimes it can be a bit um, over the top theatre drama. They can be a bit like as if they're on stage rather than on screen. And he played well to the fact that he was on camera. He had it to a, a toned level that I thought worked. It wasn't his fault that that's what his character was because no one had good characters. And then the only other character that I thought was good in this, I'm taking out our trio here of Dr. Leela and Kate Nine, by the way, um, was on the ship, the one that didn't like the doctor and they shot him with a gun and then, he was nice. Oh yes, um, he was called. I've got our our characters here. Oh, I bet someone out there is an expert on this story. I'm so sorry for you. <laughs> um, <laughs> he was uh, Herrick. Herrick. Mm. 
Yeah, so I liked him. I thought, like, again, out of all of them, and I guess that has to be one that's – there was, like, one that was more of a captain, but I don't remember which one was which, but he had a little bit more – so, you know, did more, a little bit more substance to it, a bit more fight and bite, and I liked that. So they were literally only two out of all the characters, and there were a lot. I mean, the guys that were in the black with the, with the like, black... <laughs> I said that I called them the gimps, yeah. <laughs> what made me laugh is, so they were all in black, but one of them had black shoulder pads, and I was like, oh, he's the boss. And I was like, it's the fact that he's got shoulder pads, I've determined he's the boss. And I don't know what that says about me. <laughs> well, I don't care, because they were in those black, gimpy things, and then they took their helmets off in episode one or two, and they had, like human faces oh that was much further on mark that was like three four we didn't see them until like three or four but no but then later on they took off their black things and they had those gold things on underneath no and then they had human faces again yeah but so they had like a mask and a mask and then their face i I don't don't know why I don't know. Literally, they meant nothing to me. I every time they appeared, I was like, "Oh yeah, they're the home planet ones," but they're not. I don't know who they are. It was... I mean, give me sequins everywhere from Invisible Enemy any day compared to this. This is like we're going to just shove a black cloth over your face <laughs> because we've run out of money. There is no like they were terrible costumes, and then there was the ones with like the white sheets on. They just gave them blankets to put on. Yeah, like, there was no costume design there at all. There was no money. Luckily, those slave people had, like, rags and stuff. There probably wasn't enough material to go around anyway. They, they were probably from, like, the first episode, you know, when they were all in the <laughs> caves. It was the same costumes. Some of them, I think, had the same hair pieces. I think I our guy, Caveman, had, like, what's he called from the first story? Oh, like, Cal. Cal's hair. I think he had Cal's hair. Cal's hair. <laughs> <laughs> we found this hair from Cal's episode hair was one. kind of like, that's what moppy beetles look, and that's what... Caveman's was. Susan had that hair as well, actually. It's probably oh, they all have the same hair. I reckon. I reckon they were just like, let's go really far back. <laughs> like, let's see what's really in the archives that people won't remember. <laughs> like, what have we got? What? What can we just put together? Well, like, yeah, well done for trying. Right, I'm going to go through the story here and just see what what else comes up. Because so we start off. I don't know how we're going to go through this story because I don't remember what the story was about. Okay, well, actually, I followed before it, I start, but eh. well, the whole—if you talk to fans or whatever about this underworld, oh, they say that's the one that's based on Greek myths. So the whole idea, all the characters' names are slightly different, slightly just off from a Greek myth. Is that why they had that whole Jackson Jason conversation at the end? Yeah, so it's supposed to be like Jason and the Argonauts going to find the Golden Fleece. The ship is P7E, which is Persephone, the goddess oh, of okay. And then you've got the underworld and Hades, and it's all supposed to be literally like the same as this Greek myths. I don't really know my Greek myths too well, but all of those I know a little bit of that, like though. I know about that. Slightly, slightly off. So that was the whole idea. I, I, It didn't really, because I don't know it, the, the sort of in-jokes are there, but... I think they've based it too much on that, going, oh, aren't we clever doing this? And then actually you don't have a story. Anyway, yeah. I will start with this, with what I've got. Leela's flying the TARDIS. Yeah. Which is quite good. She knows her buttons, I put. Yes, she does. Like, and she she's doing spot. really well. So it's a nice progression for her by this point. And she's got K9 and it's all nice and not as awkward in the TARDIS this time. It's a bit no. more chill. It feels a bit more relaxed. And I think we're used to that now. Uh, anyway, they... 
they're all like on the edge of space. They've flown to the edge of space, and there's this spacecraft and a black hole thing and all of that. Uh, it's a really good spaceship model, actually. That is actually good, I thought. Yeah, the, like, there was some... I like, okay, I think it's really easy to diss on the production here, but considering I, I there's no the money, I think actually... <laughs> just, go on. Can I just diss on the production, though? Because there's stuff like... Then you see that spaceship set with our, our crew... And you know you've got at the back those windows, so you went later on you see all the rocks and the oh yeah in there. yeah seventies lounge <laughs> basically that first shot I don't know if you noticed those it's green they have not put anything in there that first shot is just green through those windows and then the rest of the shots they put in space they didn't even put anything in the background mine it's did it's the on Britbox I definitely no, no, I didn't notice no, that no, no, that very first shot. It's, sure? it's, it's only one shot. It's green. Go back and watch. It is there. I mean, it's on the DVD, and it's just green. And then the rest, they fill it in, and it's space and everything, and you see. It. But that very opening one, I was like, they haven't even bothered to put anything back. Did they really run out of time and money? That's a bit shoddy. I like it's green. <laughs> they left the green screen in. It's terrible. I'm gonna it's look not a good start. and see if it's Have been upgraded. Have a look, everyone. But anyway, there's green screen. And it is a, it's a nice set. They've obviously spent all of their money on this spaceship set. It's redressed later on for the evil spaceship set. It's exactly the same. <laughs> like the steps and all of that. But I don't know. It's all of these spaceships. And this is what happened in has happened the last few stories as well. And this is my last rant about production. It doesn't no, really not. look like a spaceship. They're on the bridge of this spaceship. It's a 70s sofa. They've just gone to like... <laughs> They're just lounging around, but it's not very spacey. It's the seventies coffee lounge. Is what year are we in now? Seventy-seven. Okay, I think. Interesting. So I, I don't know. I just don't really. It, it's a big set, very impressive, and the costumes are cool. But seventies lounge for me, not not my favourite. And at the, as as we've said before, crew of the week. So it's Jackson, Herrick, Orf, and Tala. Not really much to them. This is their best episode, that opening episode, because we find out a bit a bit about... The, so they're on a quest. The quest is the quest. Uh, to, <laughs> we've got to say that every time. Uh, to go and find their people. They've been go. They've been travelling for, like, thousands of years. Like 100,000 years, I think it's said, because like they keep regenerating. And they keep regenerating. And there is a little bit of stuff about the Time Lords knew who they were. There's a little bit of a Time Lordy link there, which may be where the regeneration stuff comes from. But they don't make a big part of it because the Doctor knows who they are. And they've been travelling, travelling, and just regenerating again and again on the quest, is the quest, to their <laughs> find their people. So, okay, a, a good idea. And they and it's the Minyans of Minyos. And that I think that's supposed to be slightly off. There's a, Is it the Minyans are a real... Greek ancient I see. race, okay. so it's just a slight change of that. You get all that, and you get a bit of mythology, but apart from that, they're not great. They're not rememberable characters. It's all just a bit bland. The whole thing with Leela and this pacifier gun, I thought that was interesting. I thought, what the hell's going on? It's not great for her character, though, because they do. Oh, I quite, it's a good yeah. idea. But I thought it was a and really good idea, it. and I thought they'd use it again, and it was never used again. But she goes a bit sort of drunk, and then she gets a bit upset, and she's like, you're all laughing at me. I, I thought, oh, And then she's sort of sitting there in a mood. I thought, oh, this isn't great for Leela. It's not a, bit, it's not a nice... But she's gone from one... Ex- I guess it's like she's gone from... She's sort of 
a fighter warrior and she's sort of been made fun of, hasn't she? But she hasn't. She sort of sees it that way, maybe. As I don't know. I, don't know, I felt a bit. I felt that was a bit uncomfortable because then she's like, "Oh, oh I love that name," and she goes off with it, like. And I felt a bit like, I don't know, it felt a bit like, I know this is a complete extreme, but sort of, like, it's like her drink's been spiked. And she's, do you know what I mean? It's a bit like that in a way. I quite like like that. Like, it was a very simple, this, what it does. Like, this, it doesn't diffuse, it doesn't hurt you as such. It just removes that anger. Because they used it on the other guy that was angry at the doctor. They used it on her. So we're really clear. And then it's never really used again. No, and that could have been brought back. They could have gone out and used that. And that comes from, again, a Greek myth. There's a, I think Orph is an or there's an Orphus or an Orphus that uses the pacifier. I see. It, it comes from Greek myths again. But yeah, that is, it's a great idea, but not used in any narrative way. We see the regeneration, the ship's worn out. They get K9. K9 comes in and basically steers the ship. Yeah. It's very useful. There's that shield gun that Leela has. That's quite good. She's always happy when she's got a weapon or finds a new weapon. And she's like carrying that for the rest of the story, basically, the shield gun. She loves that. Um, and then there's that idea at the end of the episode where all these rocks are being formed. I don't know if that's actually possible. So there's the ship and the black hole and the gravity brings all the rocks to them like a magnet. So that's that's the end of the cliffhanger. These are terrible cliffhangers in this whole story. Oh, yeah. Where all these like rocks are forming around them and they're going to be trapped in there. Um, it reminds me of, I watched um, The Sky at Night the other week on <laughs> right. BBC. Have you ever watched The Sky at Night? No. Uh, I might have, going, actually. Because well, it's going for, like I don't know, 60 years. Yeah, it had, like, it's with Patrick um, Moore, didn't it? What's his Patrick name, though, isn't it? Um, um, I don't, well, I... I don't know who they are. There was this was like a live Q and A with all these scientists. It was quite interesting. I've no idea what anyone was talking about. Because you used to have an, like, a scientist, and then what's his name? Oh my gosh, Brian Cox did it for a while. Oh, he wasn't Brian on the one I saw. These are all people working on like the new like telescope. The new telescope. I saw one the other night on it. Like but it was a an old one, but it was on iPhone. It came on. It's a bit like sort of nature programs where you can just sort of watch it in the background and it sort of washes over you. But it sounded really interesting and all these people in the audience were like, if this goes here into space, what do you think of blah, 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 this galaxy doing this and all this stuff? And I was like, I don't know what they're talking about, but they're all very enthusiastic. <laughs> and they're making plans for this rocket and someone going to Mars and all this stuff. It's, yeah, it's great. It's I Yeah. It's nice to watch. Anyway, I don't know if this would be on the sky at night with it, actually, if this is possible, but it's a cliffhanger. Yeah. And just get out of it pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, and then, and then, is that the planet, that planet that's formed, is that this planet? No. You see, they get, I thought that's what it was. And then there's, then they see another planet which has formed in that way. And that basically, cut a long story short, that is where this race that they've been they're like descendants 100,000 years mm. and have obviously crashed in the same way onto this rock which is still forming and that's where all these people are the concept though like you have all these people like mining rocks and you got these baddie gimps a bit like last week what is it all for what yeah. are they doing i know they've been there for 1000 years and that's their what society we see a couple of caves and that's all they do what are they for? Why are the baddies baddies? Last week was the one with the um the money though, wasn't money, it? Money, yeah, yeah. I yeah. like that well, one. We were, 
I, that one I found more of a parody thing. That was fine. This one, I genuinely had no idea what it was trying to achieve. That's the thing. There's no story because then those spaceship people are wandering around for like three episodes. You don't really see them after that episode. They just wander around and the baddies chase them and we meet Idas or Edas or whoever. Where? What's the rest of the world? Why are these baddies here? I know, I think the spaceship crashed and it's holding and it's sort of... The Golden Fleece is that voice at the at the end that's holding the race DNA or whatever. So it's it's developed to protect it. So it's like a mad computer, basically, I think. But then why why are they all mining rocks? Because they say they need food. They're just mining for the for thousands of years for what? They eat rocks. They eat rocks. They said that. Because he makes a joke about Blackpool. Yeah, yeah, I knew you'd remember that. <laughs> I knew you'd make it. <laughs> it's the only like fun line in the whole thing. Uh, <laughs> but I just That's don't, I don't I really that. get it. So part two is just running up and down these fake corridors. And then they're like, oh, we're going to fumigate. Someone turns a dry ice machine on. End of the episode. Next episode, they switch the dry ice machine off. Carry on running around. Like, I'm just like what i mean i know they made effort but they're making effort on just a really boring script well I'll tell you what i didn't understand they bumped into that guy the caveman guy and then they were talking about the fact that revolutionized is what my dad was and we saw the dad getting removed for having those ideas so then they were like we're gonna go and get the dad and i don't remember them seeing what happened after it did they get the dad did they i so I, by part three, the dad was still being tied up. It yeah. took him like from episode one to episode three for like nothing to happen to him. And they rescued him and they rescued all the people, didn't they, at the end? So I think he was just in that crowd. But no, like, yeah, what? Nothing, like that's it. They get him out and then like, he, you just, I, we never saw it. Like, the, you were just, he was just abandoned. He's freed. And then it's like, <laughs> I don't know. It was really odd because that was the whole point. That was the whole point that they were going through and running to get to him. They went, and that's why they went down, which we are now in, that the uh, tunnel with no gravity. That's why yeah, they were and I don't, Yeah, and they went down there, and that's where the spaceship, other spaceship was. And that's I know how that they, they gave up, but they went through that because it would get them there quicker. But then they gave that guy. They said it was the DNA, but it was bombs. But then I think the doctor swapped them back again, and then everything blew up. Yeah. And canines up and down somewhere helping out every now and then. Oh, canine. I'd like, like every time they sent canine on a little trip, it just made me lol. Because it was just like, off you go. And he's like, okay. And then you just never see him again. And then, so, like, the, ne- the last I heard was he was off going to find the doctor and that. And off he goes. And I thought, like, they're stuck in a tunnel somewhere. I thought we were going to see canine shoot through something to get him. We didn't. They got freed by, oh, by. I mean, oh God, that really annoyed me. The um, black cloth people, like he said something, to, he's talking to them and then one of them just collapsed, right, dead. And the other one just walked away. Did you see that? No, like, I don't remember the that. Homies got, like, they're there with the things and two of them have walked off and they're like, kill him. He's like, oh, you don't want to do that. And he does something to him that she's like, doctor, are you okay? And the other one, there's two like that are supposed to kill him and the other one just walked away. <laughs> And I just like there were so many weird things like that. And the bit where they were they were like, "Oh, we need to get down where the rocks are being crushed, so we're going to hide in this mine cart thing." 
And so the Doctor and Lita get in and they're going along. And I thought the idea was that they're going to go where the rocks are, go into the bit and escape. And then that guy collapses and accidentally pushes them over. Big cliffhanger moment, <laughs> end of the episode of this, this car with this bit of cloth going over. <laughs> you got to wait. And then they're hanging on, then they climb out and there's no point to it. I, ju- I just didn't understand what, why. There was no, the narrative of this whole story, there's no drive, there's no... Urgency. There's, that, there's, there's no, no drive. What is everybody's point? There's no... I, I mean, I think it's that and coupled with it's a bad uh, production makes it just so bad. If it was, okay, Invisible Enemy, Prawn or Image of the Fendel or whatever. If Image of the Fendel, we didn't really get that story, but there was stuff, there was a good concept behind it. If all of that, if they were like, we can't film at this house or outside in the forest, we're going to do it all on greens at least there would be a story there we would be like oh there's a skull and ancient times and all this and we got the scientists if it, that was all done on blue screen and it was a fake like i don't know they got a doll's house and had to film it and pretend they were in that great well, to be honest the prawn one the only issue we had really was the prawn and it was you that had an issue with the prawn uh, just going on to the prawn because it's a little bit more interesting than underworld <laughs> on twitter on, on twitter yeah can i just see so john hall was tweeting us yeah uh, Hi, John. things about these story he said and i've never heard this before but he said that the nucleus thing was shedding so many fiberglass filaments that the studio had to be shut down while health and safety determined if it was safe enough for the actors continue <laughs> like <laughs> there you go, Mark. i've never heard of that before but that's uh, okay so you make a costume that's one dangerous and you can't walk in anyway sorry that was prawn talk we will not do, but I put out on Twitter that we were doing Underworld. Yeah, and I think I should. We got some replies on this. Oh, go on, share. Uh, so, well, John Hall again. <laughs> Hi, John. Talking. Um, for me, this is easily Tom's worst story, mainly because it commits the cardinal sin of Doctor Who being paralyzingly dull, boring, and tedious. Uh, so um, agreed. Br- oh, someone called the Brigade Leader. <laughs> Brigade leader. <laughs> uh, it only gets worse from here. Horror of Fang Rock is the last golden era Tom Baker serial, as far as I'm concerned. Oh dear, well, he doesn't like it. Uh, uh, Will Hadcroft, I think there are worse. Rather than snigger at the CSO, I see it as pioneering the concept of blue green screen leading to CGI. The idea of superimposing a whole background onto blue screen was ambitious, like the concept of the minions and their history with the Time Lords, too. Okay, I know, say it's pioneering, but we've seen great CSO in John in the third Doctor's time, way back. But I didn't think this was awful. I just don't think it was helped by a really poor story. Like I, I said to you, there were points when they were moving that I thought it worked really well. There are times when the caves working like that did work. And they did, but because actually, if they'd gone to location and filmed all of that, it wouldn't caves, have changed the, the script. It wouldn't have changed. It's not changed. They're just running up real caves for no point, rather yeah. than fake caves for no point. Yeah. So it's I yeah I know the scene. I, I don't think it was pioneering though. I don't think that's a bit too giving them too much credit. I think <laughs> yes, they did what they could do because we had Invisible Enemy. They were going in the Doctor's brain and that in up and down and stuff perfectly it's, um, it was interesting i think as a concept to do the majority of the episode that way which hasn't happened before well they literally had no choice it was that or they cancelled the program <laughs> like so but it's, like, but yeah. it's, it's interesting because i think it 
And in that sense, I guess it could be seen as pioneering because if they hadn't done that, it would have been cancelled. And I guess it's sort of an experiment of like how much can they try? It's the biggest shame here is the script. It's not. Um, maybe the performances aren't amazing because everyone's concentrating so hard on a blue screen and where they have to stand and what they've got to do. Oh yeah, and all that. So maybe that that's why the performances aren't great. The Doctor and Lee, I think Leela comes out best in this whole story. She's still got the best lines and the yeah. Actually, I don't think the Doctor's too... I don't think anyone, considering, is that bad. And, like, the fact that I can remember two of them, I think the worst... <laughs> like, the That's worst of the Black Cloth people, I can't remember any... I can't tell you anything about them. That, well, they weren't interesting. I can't tell you even why they were there. Uh, yeah, like, I don't even think they had names. Like, they might have had a name as a race, but I couldn't tell you more than that. No, I, I don't really know in the story or why they look like that or what I did that. I wonder if they all had their faces covered up so that they could reuse footage of like the same ones again and again. And you didn't have to have the same, <laughs> do you know what I mean? They could Maybe. make it look like it was more of them, but I just think it was an odd, it didn't fit. I think the costumes of them, they didn't fit with that world of, I think that was it as well. If they were going to do Greek myths, they could have leaned in a bit more and done it. Just go, just go Greek myths. Just do sort of Greek with the armor and go a bit more historical, maybe. But I had set it in the few, uh, on another planet or something. I don't know. They could have just, but they didn't have the budget, obviously. I suppose. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is the toughest one. Yeah, I knew it would be tough, and I knew it was tough. It's because it's November, really... and I wanted to watch Poirot instead. So you know, yeah. watch Poirot instead, everybody. Don't that's, bother. That's my world. advice. Yeah. Get, if you've got Brit Box, wax some poor one. And just really appreciate David Suchet. Like I do every day. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I don't think we can talk. It'd be another short one. It was short last week as well. It's But this is just... I, as I say, I didn't really write much more because not much else was going on. No. There wasn't anything to talk about. I did struggle. Make note of. So... Uh, it's getting this season. I said this season. They haven't. Yeah, and it's time. it's a shame because like the previous season was so strong, and actually there are some things I have enjoyed this season. But it has been a real mixed bag. It gets better. It gets better. It gets better. This is like the lowest point of. Things can only get better. Can only get better. I will say the next story is called the invasion of time. Oh, okay. Six episodes. What? <laughs> okay. Six. It's got more of a budget, though. Well, they'll still have a few budget problems, but it is six episodes. Six episodes. Oh, my gosh. We've not had a six in a while. I'm going to have to think how I do that. <laughs> you might really enjoy it, but I think, well, you'll enjoy it compared to this. You don't know that. <laughs> I sometimes surprise you. What else are you watching at the minute, Mark? What am I watching? Oh, I've just been doing some more Charles Dickens. Really. So I watched Oliver Twist, like a 70s Oliver Twist. Nice. Um, and Mr. Bumble in Oliver Twist was in Underworld. He was one of the uh, baddies. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I recognised him earlier. I was like, that's Mr. Bumble. <laughs> that's a that's so funny. <laughs> 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 That wasn't planned, listeners. I didn't know. No. I did see a film. Oh. A new film. 
uh, at Everyman Cinema. Check you out. Uh, it was called a Triangle of Sadness. Oh, okay. Was it sad? It's basically talking about like the wealthy and sort of. It's a bit of a. It's a comedy. Right. It's also got like a sort of uh, social narrative to it. Okay. So it's all these rich people on a cruise, basically, and it all just goes wrong. It's really good. I'll show you. you have to, I'll send you the trailer. Yeah, um, do. It sounds good. But it's slightly uncomfortable as well. Oh, I it's like quite great. Like and when they're all throwing up and puke, it's very graphic. It's very graphic. <laughs> Just to <laughs> warn you. Mark, it's what did we go and see? And the puppets had sex. Oh my god, Anomalisa. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that was so. They were like knitted sort of puppets that were animated weren't they and we i we had no idea what it was about did we no we were just like it was like it's cool animated film let's go see it it's like an artsy animated film and then they were like (laughs) they just took all their clothes off and sex these puppets and we were like what are we let ourselves in for (laughs) yes that's so weird okay it wasn't that weird <laughs> I recommend it more than Underworld, though. Anyway, anomalies. Yeah, I'll uh, same. I would. <laughs> if it's Underworld or Puppets Having Sex, then <laughs> it was really good, though. I like. I did enjoy it, but we had no yeah. idea what we got ourselves in for. <laughs> it's a bit of a shock, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Two Watch Who, and you can support us at BuyMeACoffee.com forward slash Two Watch Who. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Two Watch Who.